Welcome to the Tim Biscuit Podcast and today you've only got me. Um, so today we're going to talk about the second lockdown, the second national lockdown in the UK. Um, this one apparently is going to end on the 2nd of December I believe, or is it the 3rd? I think it's the 2nd of December they say it's going to end, then they're going to release us back into our tier systems. Now. This was announced on Saturday, I believe it was going to be announced on Monday, but someone leaked it to the press, so they had to bang it together, cobble it together pretty quick with the press conference and everything like that, and they announced the measures. Saturday, Boris went to Parliament on Monday, and I think it's going to be voted on Wednesday. Or is it today it's going to be voted on? I'm sure it said on the news it's going to be voted on on Wednesday. So I'm pretty sure it will pass, but there's a growing rebellion from the back bench that don't want this to happen. Like many people don't want this to happen, and then you, again you've got the majority of people who think it's a good idea. Now just recently the UK's experienced a tier system. You've got tier 1, tier 2, tier 3. Um, you've got medium, high and very high. Each tier system had a, like a set of rules um, that you had to adhere by. Um, depending on what part of the country you came from. Um, it seemed like Middle England, Yorkshire way was being hit pretty bad. Liverpool was being hit pretty bad. They went into tier three immediately, I think. Um, and then on Thursday, the part of the country I live went into tier two. Come Saturday, it was announced national lockdown for four weeks. Many people are saying it's going to go on past the second of December. Personally, I'm not sure what to believe anymore. To be quite honest, I'm fucking getting fed up of it all. Um, I'll get more into that in a minute though. Um, so yeah, we're going into this national lockdown. It's not as severe as the first one. You can exercise as much as you want. You can still congregate with your bubble um, and you can meet someone outside for exercise. Um, places like Tesco, Asda, Sainsbury's, Morrison's, etc. They're still going to be open and they're going to still sell all goods as where before they were closing aisles off for non-essential goods. As I believe as it stands you can still buy things like TVs and clothes, pens and paper and things like that. So it's still draconian but it's not as draconian as it was. Does that make any does that make the lockdown any better? No, not particularly. Uh, it was released yesterday that the R number is falling. Well, this was before even the lockdown began, the R number was falling. The case rates reported and the death rates were falling very slightly yesterday. I do know after the weekend there's a slight drop in things. And as we all know, we're working two weeks ahead of the figures. So the figures that are coming out now are two weeks behind which is a pretty good could that be a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel because that's around when a, like a lot of tier systems will came, like came into place don't know theories on why they've done this sort of lockdown the main one is that to save christmas because they've modeled this day like data modeling they've done sage have done it's going to be they could estimate 4,000 deaths per day. Funnily enough, the Telegraph released a report yesterday saying they were doing the modelling on older data and the scientists at Cambridge were saying uh, this was a report in the Telegraph and then it hit paper, then it hit all the other like sort of red tops. So the paper was the Telegraph. Um, 
yet they were reporting the Cambridge scientists were saying well why are they using old data when we've got new data to project better statistics this is sage for you the, the scaremongers okay Patrick Valance and people like that the scaremongers um, is he inside I can't remember <laughs> next slide please anyway let's move on so why are the case rates going up is it because more people are getting tested which seems plausible again the papers don't show the full extent of what's going on they're going to centralize centralize they're like going to make things they're going to make they're going to magnify it bigger than it should be and will be that's the press's job um, that's what the media does they're there to contrive they're there to like make you feel worried they make the like there to make things bigger than things are they're there to paraphrase things what actually were said that's the press's job so lockdown finishes December the 2nd will it finish will it be extended as I've mentioned before there's a big rebellion well not a big rebellion there's quite a lot more back-end peas backbench MPs saying they don't want this it's going to destroy businesses on the business side no they've extended the furlough system for 80% of the wages till the 2nd of December my guess is they'll probably will end it in second the second of December because it's going to be too much of a hit especially around Christmas a lot of businesses depend on Christmas you've got the pubs you've got the um, restaurants you've got toy shops you've got all the non-essential shops craft shops that really depend on the Christmas business Christmas parties in pubs and that if this doesn't go ahead it's going to be devastating for the industry so I for the for the um, the entertainment history uh, the entertainment history the entertainment businesses um, and the pubs restaurants etc um, so yeah where do we go I mean like why are the case rates rising we've said before more testing which is plausible one theory is banding about that um, maybe people have got this virus in them already and some people haven't so that might be why the asymptomatics are getting tested positive with no symptoms because it's dormant in their system but when they get tested it gets lit up and it gets shown as positive so if that's the case could they be spreaders we don't know we're seeing a massive influx in hospital case admissions one of the big reasons they're struggling also is that a lot of people are either on annual leave or they're self-isolating because they've been tested positive so that's one reasons why the hospitals are running short um, I don't personally believe any hospital is going to be running short of oxygen especially in the pandemic because I don't believe measures that were already set in place will set to lapse if this was estimated going back to the 4,000 a day estimation by sage will die is that approximate if it's based on old data who knows really everyone's got the hand tied at the minute there is a chance this might not go through because it might not go go voted on in parliament labor are going to back it so i'm guessing it's only going to be a few backbench mps that don't really want this come the second of december if it's going to be extended there will be a vote on that again so it'd be interesting to see how that pans out many people are going to be saying or are saying should i say it's going to be like it was before it's going to go until march time um don't forget also this time of year 
this time of year you get a lot of flu symptoms, you get a lot of cold symptoms, you get a sore throat, you get the odd cough. And that's not necessarily COVID or COVID-19 or PSYOP-19 as I like to call it. Um, one of the main, two main symptoms of um, COVID-19 is coughing extensively for an hour, uh, a dry cough and loss of taste and loss of smell. Things like sniffles and that aren't so common with COVID, which they did warn come the winter, people are gonna start panicking because if they've got just an everyday winter cold, they're gonna think it's COVID. Um, another reason why the hospital is gonna be like maybe overloaded is in like incidentals as well. What an incidental is, if you don't know, is you go in with a broken arm and it needs pinning back together you'll get tested for COVID, for COVID. If you come back as positive and you're an asymptomatic, you'll be classed as a COVID patient. But if you didn't break your arm, you wouldn't know you've got COVID. So do the asymptomatic people spread COVID? Um, so I'm not sure, I haven't seen any science in that because I don't think there would be any science if they're asymptomatic and people aren't getting tested. So could it be dormant in a certain percentage of the population um, and they get tested and they're COVID. Um, I read in the news today Liverpool are doing like this moonshot testing thing where they're going to test, well the, everyone in Liverpool is going to be offered a test, he's going to be offered a COVID test, um, which I can see where they're coming from if you believe in the virus that makes sense because the people who get tested positive can self-isolate the people who get tested negative can go out about and do the business. So I can see the logic of the government, what they're doing. I might not agree with it all, but I can see the logic. Um, do I believe the virus is real? Uh, who fucking knows now? You know what I mean? The likes of... They're so good at manipulating, they're so good at changing the truth. You read one report, then you read the other report. You're reading reports that Scotland are going to do a mass vaccination in a couple of weeks. You, you like, on the other hand, some of the NHS are going to get this vaccine. Then people are saying the vaccine ain't going to be effective. They're going to say you're going to need more than one shot of it, which is maybe twice or three times a year. So the general consensus, I believe at the minute, is it's going to be like the flu. We've got to learn to live with it. We, we are getting better with things um, and we are beginning to learn how to deal with it uh, which is the papers report in saying we've got a large influx of people in the hospitals but again remember that a large influx of people a lot of them are incidentals as well so an incidental to reiterate that is where you'll go in with a broken arm say a heart attack say uh, and you get tested for COVID, you'll be classed as a positive, you'll go into the, the statistics. Um, you've got a lot of these walking centres, these test centres that people are beginning to film, saying they're always empty. Now it'd be interesting to see if we could get an interview with uh, a tester to see how many they get in a day. So that's something I've been thinking of doing, maybe film a few test centres and see if we can get an interview. Um, if I do manage to do that, that would be up on my YouTube channel. Uh, don't forget, I have got a YouTube channel. It is the Tim Biscuit Podcast, but you will find different content on there to what you find on here, obviously, because I'll be doing some films as well, even though these podcasts do hopefully sometimes get transferred to YouTube. Um, that's if they don't get pulled. So, yeah, the mask issue. 
The mask issue is very big in my heart, if you haven't guessed. I don't like them. I don't like wearing them. I can't wear them. They make me anxious. I freak out. Um, they cover my face. I can't really breathe properly. I've never been be able to wear a mask properly, even when I've had to for work purposes. I've always been told to take your mask off. I find it hard to breathe, but it's like to breathe in a mask. This is before I had a giant beard on my face, when I was just a babby, clean shaven. I used to struggle with that then. Um, do they serve any purpose? Well, the thing is, it's been here since the 24th of July. It's been mandated in shops, uh, takeaways. It was a bit before that on public transport. If they are that effective, why are the case rates rocketing? This is what I don't get. And I don't believe people saying things like, um, it's because people who don't wear a mask. You only get very few people that don't wear masks in addition to people who do. So I can't believe that small percentage of people who don't wear a mask are responsible for the massive influx in cases. That's bullshit in my view. And I think the people who say otherwise believe it's bullshit. Um, so do the masks work? Is it just... I mean, I've done a podcast on masks. I just re-released one I did at the beginning of October. I re-released re that this some weeks. So I'm not going to go over old ground, but bullet points. I don't like them. Um, I think it's subservient. I think it gives out the wrong message. I think it's compliant. Um, I would like to see the percentage of people who just wear them to have an easy life, who don't actually believe they're doing a job. I like to see the percentage of the people who wear it, who don't believe it, but wear it because they're scared of getting on the spot fine, or don't want to be classed as an anti-masker, a conspiracy theorist, a prick, or get into a fight, or what have you. There's, like, reasons. I do, following on from people being scared and worried I do think there's a big effect of people being scared of COVID on not knowing what to do and that's why they argue so much because they don't want to believe the governments could lie to people but we've seen how the government lies when Tony Blair was in power in the second Iraq war with a with weapons with a weapons of mass destruction dossier we went to war on a lie so the government that you're all believing about this virus, not all of you, but most people are believing about this virus. Luckily enough, people are beginning to think there's something not quite right. And there's a pushback, but we will talk about that in a minute. The government took you to war, took us on, like took us to war on a lie. So stem from this war came the emergence of ISIS, okay? Why did we go to war? Was it oil? Was there other things at play? There's many, many theories on why. The person, Dr. Scott Kelly, who said that this dossier is bullshit, mysteriously killed himself while he was walking his dog. And I say killed himself, ironically. Ironically, sarcastically, whatever you want to call it. I don't think I used them words right there. He didn't kill himself. There's a big consensus that nearly everyone says, yeah, he didn't kill himself because he exposed it for what it was. So Tony Blair's a cunt. He's a war criminal and he should be all held to account for what he did to this country, what he did to the um, armed services. I don't really believe in the armed services, but that's another topic. That's my own personal belief. I respect them. I respect what they do. I personally don't believe. But then again, that stems from the Iraq war going to war on a false promise on a false thing, which was proven. So to say the government won't lie to you, get your head out of your ass. 
right because they do and they will are they lying about covid who, who knows why are they doing it i've already said i think it's the mark of the beast coming that's my personal view i think they want to take us into a cashless society i think they want to control us more now we have got a massive pushback there's millions of people against this mps businesses Boris doesn't really want to do it, which brings me on to another subject soon. Is Boris being used? Is Boris being blackmailed? Is Boris being a puppet? Yes, I do believe Boris is being used and I believe he is being pushed to do something nefarious and insidious. Um, what have they got on him? Who knows? Anything's on the table. Uh, I'm basing this on the lies that were told on the Iraq war, okay? Um, the pushback there's people marching every week uh, I find it ironically funny they're doing the, the like lockdown start um, on the 5th of November as I've said I find that funny um, I don't know if that's a pun from the government or like whoever but the 5th of November there's always a march at Parliament with everyone wearing the anonymous masks on like people on the grapevine that I speak to now say there's gonna be over a million people at this march on Thursday um, just for that march in general but to try and get back our freedoms because the thing is they are taking the freedom away they're making it illegal to go to your mum's house your dad's house your sister's house your girlfriend's house your boyfriend's house your best friend's house unless you're in a bubble single parent bullshit uh, making that illegal now think about that you're all saying these conspiracy theorists are bloody crazy go back a year and one of these conspiracy theorists came up to you and said in a year's time they'll make it legal so you can't go see your mum at Christmas or can't go see your dad at Christmas or can't go see your brother and give him a hug in the street if you go for a walk with you your partner and your kid maybe and you see four other members of your family or five other members of your family you can't stop and talk to them you can't do that because it's illegal the rule of six you would turn around to that person and say you're fucking crazy so we've jump a year on look what's happened it's come to fruition 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 it's it's like come to a state where that's not illegal now um luckily in the uk which did surprise me because i thought he was going to do it on saturday i thought he was going to mandate masks for uh, people being worn masks out, outside like France have France have gone hardcore on it at, to the minute they've got a few problems not like relating to this with like sort of te te terrorism um, but France have made it mandatory I think it's France or is it Italy I'm sure it's France um, or is it Spain I'm, I'm second guessing myself now one of them three has made it so six year olds and above have got to wear face masks in a classroom Okay, you know my thoughts on the face mask, as I keep saying it, you'll be bored of me saying it, but it's insidious, it's fucking horrible, you can't understand people, it's a way to say, yes, I believe everything you say, um, it's a way to say, I'll comply, um, to me, that is a way of doing that, but also it's like, it's like a cult symbol, it's like... It's like an occultism symbol to me that's that's the main thing what worries me it's a way of um, covering your speech up saying I'm not going to speak out against it 
so anyway that's it from the masks um, but yeah so going back to the process a lot of people are um, doing a pushback now these people in the process these are all mad heads these are all crazy motherfuckers with like mad air and like fucking mad t-shirts on you're beginning to see them middle class people old people business owners the odd politician maybe is there these people are standing up for the freedom and the more it goes on the more of this sort of people are going so it's not just a crazy set of people that's going to these um, protests it's normal <laughs> no I say normal people what the fuck's normal now uh, normal people will say middle-class people old people are going people that you'd pass in the street and you'd look at them and go they're respectable these people are going to the process calling out this fucking bullshit calling out for your freedom to be taken back it's not it, not just in the UK it's going it's everywhere in the world and more and more people are standing up against it yet there was a slight concern to me that the police and the army might be involved to calm things down but would that not have a fucking negative effect on like them as well because it'd be their own people that they've pledged to protect that they're going to be fighting against and also it would their friends and family might be caught up in it so that's a that's sort of a reassuring thing I got to think about there from the army I know the army are being drafted in to help there was help to build the Nightingale Hospital they're also being helped to test pay, like sort of patients as well um, but I don't think we'll see them on the streets because I don't think it'll get that far personally but I said it would end in May and June when it first came out and fuck me I've I've been wrong and I hold my hands up I've been wrong I thought all this when it first kicked off was was like a beta test but it's rapidly, rapidly growing, excuse me, into something more. And more and more people, even people I spoke to and said, yeah, all right, you're fucking mad, it's just a virus. Even they're turning around and say, yeah, there is something more going on. Um, I think the mass culture, I said I won't go back to the mass thing, but there you go. It's my podcast, I can do what I want. The, I, I think the mass culture is going to be in with us now for a long time, if not in our culture forever um, I think they're using this as a way to make more people compliance to get a cashless society to make us to like control us more and for what I've said before maybe to just just to, just to destroy God's creation it's scary times I'm scared I've fucking this this is gonna be the last podcast I'm gonna do for a while on this situation unless it escalates into anything more um, it's it's depressing me I'm getting too obsessed with it it's not good from it's not good for, for my mental health I'm still gonna do podcasts but about different things I'm gonna do some more videos on YouTube I've done a few supernatural videos for Halloween go check them out it's Tim Biscuit podcast um, all my contents gonna be free I'm never gonna charge for it I'd, uh, it all comes out of my own pocket, so I'm buying everything from my own pocket. Um, I don't get money given to me or like anything. I, I have got sponsors that I will shout out at the end. I do take donations through PayPal, um, which is much greatly appreciated because I travel to places, so I use my own petrol, I work a full-time job, and I run a podcast and a YouTube site. So I am busy. Um, 
but yeah going back to stop doing podcasts on covid i know it's a hot topic at the minute and there's plenty of other people doing stuff out there which are really good stand-up acts that really won't show or like awkward planet that they're all doing a smashing job but personally for me i'm gonna have to take a step back because i'm just being in flux with it it's just hitting me all the time and then i'm on my phone i'm just constantly updating the live blogs and that and it's fucking i just come out of it blitzed and it's like it's just no good for me and it's no good for anyone else who's doing it um, it feels so good to wake up in like the morning for that first 30 seconds and you think, ah, oh, and then it it's you. Lockdown. Covid. When will it end? And it's just fucking horrible. Um, you take yourself out of that situation, you're fine. You're, well, not fine, but you're a lot better than you would be. Um, so, yeah... Yeah, I'm, I'm driving while I'm doing this podcast and I've got one of these lapel mics and because I've got a big beard, I've clipped the lapel mic to my beard. <laughs> so people are going to be looking at me thinking, what's that Wazik doing? But hey-ho, that's the way it goes. Um, so yeah, there's a pushback. There'll, there'll be more pushback. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see how far they can push it before people just literally turn around and say, fuck you, I've had enough. We're keeping my businesses open and we're doing this and that. There's a video going around at a minute with someone who's got asthma who's getting an on-the-spot fine for not wearing a mask. Uh, I don't know where it starts from. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I've got my unedited podcast because um, I I like want to start it from the minute it happens. I don't want no edit cuts, all things like that. I've only seen one part of this video, so I don't know if there's another part where he got stopped apparently the hand, he had his headphones and listening to music the police put his hands on him uh, about the mask issue and then I don't know what was said before that one says one thing one says the other so but yeah um, if you've got an exemption with a mask you don't have to wear a mask um, personally I haven't had any trouble whatsoever about not wearing a mask people have asked me to wear a mask and I've said I've got an exemption um, and I'm fine and I've respected everyone who does wear a mask and stay two meters away from them um, I have got anxiety I am on medication for it and it just makes me anxious it's it's just not nice it's I've, I've got a phobia about plasters so like if I put a plaster on my finger that freaks me out so yeah um, so this in you know it's not a goodbye I am still doing podcasts but it is going to be a step back from the COVID issue unless anything major happens which um, we'll just see what happens after the 2nd of December That's, you know, I just want to take a bit of a break from it all because it is depressing, it gets my anxiety up and it's like when's it going to fucking end the first lockdown wasn't going to be as long as it was but remember people say no it's going to be like the first one we know a lot more and I'm basing on this like it's a true virus now okay um, they know a lot more about it things like that that know how to treat it better that know the isolation methods better um, and things like that so personally I do think it will end I think it will end on the second and I think we'll be put into our tier system again um, if it doesn't end and it puts into another four weeks I think there'll be a major fucking problem for the government because people will just say bollocks we're going to see our families over Christmas and then I don't think the government can risk that, personally, I think the world will stick to the tear system. But 
let's hope the art number comes down. Now, is the virus real? I, as I said, I don't know. It, they're doing it in such a way of manipulating you that one minute you think it's bullshit and then the next thing it's. But that again is reading like sort of like sort of the press. I've been so balls deep in this COVID from day one. I just I, I'm just fucking COVID, 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 and it's fucking it's just boring me now. Um, I think you need to be happy in yourself. I think you need to do what makes you happy and what you think's right. Um, if you don't believe it, don't believe it. But what you have to do, what you need to do, is respect other people's opinions and beliefs. Okay? You just can't say the fucking idiots for doing this, fucking idiots for doing that. You try to explain it to them. Um, I've said it before. I've like said the idiots who wear masks and things like that. But that's in times of me being angry, and it's not it's it's, it's not madness at them. It's madness in the believing what could potentially be a fucking lie now people are that you like I mean there's a report in my local paper today about it saying beds overridden this and that headline you you look more into it there's only two in like an ICU bed and the rest are COVID patients it's not mentioned the incidentals okay it's not mentioning they've got like nearly over 100 staff that are off on holiday manual leave or self like self-isolating but that combined the press are going to grab onto it and this is a local paper it's acting like a fucking shit rag the grimsby telegraph is like a fucking shit rag okay fucking crap the centralizing stuff sen sen sensationalizing and stuff can't even say it you know what i mean um and it's just bullshit. You're fucking making people worried. You're a news outlet where people believe you. You're a news outlet where don't be like the fucking rest of them. But now, you know, you just you fucking scum. The media scum. I read a few news articles from different sites, and you can sort of gauge what's going on for in between the lines. And I had to do that. I didn't have to do that, but I wanted to do that for my podcasting to see to give you know. But um well maybe you don't know but to give you the up-to-date news you can interpret it how like you want but again I've seen how stupid people are and I'm not having a go at anyone but the government in their eyes are doing the best they can and they're explaining these rules as simply as they can yet they've had to have another press conference to explain the rules that were quite simple in the first place to simplify them for people and even when people read a news article, they paraphrase it and turn it into something. It fucking winds me up so much. And that's why I argue with people. Because they'll say one thing and I say, well, that's not what they said, was it? And they go, but... So they pass it in. It's like Chinese whispers. Fucking one kid says he had um, bacon for breakfast. And by the end, it gets to the line. He's had fucking a chicken dinner with all the trimmings. You know what I mean? That's how Chinese whispers work. <coughs> so... Had the hospitals over, like overrun, there weren't no. I mean, Manchester was hit hard, and that was a tier three year, like area, I like believe. Their hospital rate one in no different from last year or the year before. In actual fact, I think it was a bit lower. Um, but yet, when you hear what's being said, ah, oh, we're overrun, we're overrun. In actual fact, there wasn't. Coronavirus in September wasn't even in the top ten of deaths. Okay, the top ten of deaths. So you fucking think about that. They're locking down the country, taking people's freedoms away when it wasn't even in the top ten. And this isn't some fucking statistic I've pulled out my ass. This is the ONS. 
I say that like that's the fucking gods. The ONS have spoke. Um, so, I'm drinking coffee as well. Okay, so, but, but like, just to recap on everything, this is based in the UK. Uh, America's got their own shit going on with old fucking DT maybe getting trumped in. Trumped in, DT getting voted back in, and Joe Biden. And Joe Biden's got enough shit smelling little girls' ears and having a fucking son who's a proper fucking freak. And laptop. Anyway, what's it all about? If people say, well, what would they gain from doing this to the public? As I said before, what made me think about Boris being pushed and used was when he was explaining the rule of six. And he confused himself and he looked into the wings and like he looked unsure, he looked all flustered and bothered. And I thought, that's not normal because like Boris Johnson was like all for England, all for this and that. I've got a theory maybe Boris Johnson wants to be like the next Churchill. He wants the Oxford vaccine to cure England, the greatest country in the world. We 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 beat we built empires everywhere and now we've conquered COVID. Maybe it is real, maybe that's his plan. But what seems to me and keeps pulling me back from it being real is the statistics. Basing statistics, Sage is meant to be a company we trust, but if the old but if they're using old data, why? Um We're overrunning hospitals, are we? Worse than before. Well, uh, well, let's hope it was worse than. Well, not, no, let's not hope, but they were doing fucking TikTok videos the day, you know, like fucking first virus. Anyone overrun? Uh, so, but they've brought in such a way where if you've got a cough and cold yourself out, not a cold, sorry, a cough and lost the sense and taste, you get self isolation when it not e might not even be like that. I personally know someone who had. Um, a test from the doctors for him because, well, the doctor sent him for a test because they were heavy breathing. They were struggling to breathe. Came back negative. So how much of this is going on? Again, how much the certain percentage of the population have already got it, but might not spread it with the asymptomatics, or even if the asymptomatics do spread it, spread it onto another asymptomatic. We literally can't go on after lockdown after lockdown. And it pisses me off that, and I do, you know, it's like up to them if they want to believe it, but people are, people don't question, and I've said it, that's another thing that annoys me. And this podcast is like going to be over soon because I'm getting to like get angry now. Um, people don't question things enough. People hasn't got any constructive thinking. Um, they're not prepared to think, they're just prepared to read the first part of the headline. And it's fishing. That's what the media do, the fish, and you get hooked in and you just believe the first part of the headline because they'll make it boring. I mean, what percentage of the like population who got papers actually read the whole article? Do they just read the first part of the article and go, oh, right, I want most of the information? Because you read the headline and it's fucking hospital beds all taken. This, that, and the other likes of our local paper did today. Grim, like Grimsby Telegraph, go check it out. I'm sure you'll find it about the hospital beds. It says 140 patients. Um, or was that 140 people staff? I think it's night. I think it said there's like 98 patients between two hospitals, 48 in each. Something like that. Now I'm just coming off 
the top of my head so it's like sort of not going to be bang on but I think there's 43 or 48 patients in um, each um, I think that weighs like 92 done it's something like that um, in like each hospital northeast Lincolnshire's hospitals I think there's two in Grimsby ICU beds okay um, but why they're rushing about is they've got a lot of staff off and it even says in the paper due to like self-isolating and like annual holidays and just general maybe ill health so and that's what makes me think some poor cunt's going to be watching this watching it read like reading it should i say and they'll freak out but then they'll like you've got to rationalize things and people aren't doing it i'm afraid people aren't doing it and it's a sad state of affairs anyway I just want to say thank you very much. My sponsors are runesilk.com, that's a beard care company, and tenga.co.uk, which is an adult toy sex company. They don't just do things for men, they do things for women. But you can have an awesome beard and have a posh wank. How good's that? You get 10% off your first order at checkout. So you type in the code TINBISCUIT, capital T, capital B, TINBISCUIT, and you get 10% off your first order. So really, you'd get 20% off, wouldn't you? You get 10% off one site, 10% off the other. All donations are through PayPal. Much welcomed um, to the Tin Biscuit Podcast 3 at Gmail. I will put all the links and information down below. Uh, it's an open speech podcast as well as a free speech and an edited podcast, podcast. So everyone's welcome. I don't care where you're from, what you think. You're all, and even if you want to argue with me, you're more than welcome to c- come on the podcast. Thanks for listening. Take care. And um, if you can, go check out my um, YouTube channel, please. The Tim Biscuit Podcast. I've done four supernatural videos for Halloween. I did a Ouija board video, a pendulum effect video. I went to one of the most haunted churches in Lincolnshire in the UK. Some say it's one of the most haunted places in the UK. Uh, and I also tried to summon the old gal bloody mary but she didn't appear i've also done a few on debut boxes and things like that um so yeah if you can go check that out that'd be much appreciated please like share and subscribe this podcast goes out on every podcast platform mainly um spotify apple podbean youtube youtube touch and go they might not even put this motherfucker on but um ah that's another point what pisses me off, all these fake motherfuckers out there who think the punk as fuck and real, all these badass, look at us, we're badass motherfuckers. You're the first ones, you're the first ones to fucking don a mask and say, yes sir, no sir, three bags full for sir. You fake motherfuckers. Massive shout out to the, to, to the real punk as fuck motherfuckers out there. Motherfuckers the word of the day, people. Because I'm a real motherfucker and the people who stand up to this tyranny are real motherfuckers. The fake motherfuckers are these people who wear these rock t-shirts and fucking think they're badass. Woo, look at us. Bring the system down. Fuck the government. You're the first cunt wearing, buying a mask, taking a vaccine. Give your head a wobble, you fucking daft ape. Anyway, on that note, I'm going to have to go because um, I fucking said what I've got to say. Um, I'm probably doing another podcast about COVID, maybe after the 2nd of December, but for me and like COVID, unless you want to come on and talk about COVID, that's fine, I will do that, but from me, I'm going to do a few things, a few other things, so check them out, yeah, we'll 
try making people happy and get away from this fucking mad mad crazy world all right everyone take care and just be nice to each other and respect other people's opinions for fuck's sake right see you all soon bye <laughs> The Tin Biscuits Podcast.